You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's C. Sparky, 5 for 12.50 a.m., the fan in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the D on the hat. If you're watching that video, is Disney, not Dallas. Uh, Ryan Horvat uh, here as well, Bet MGM tonight, weeknights, Monday through Friday. Trista Crick and Nick Ashu, uh, part of the BetQL radio network, and uh, got NFL playoffs to talk about here on Curd and Long. And uh, what did we learn from the NFL divisional round uh, of the playoffs? And we talked about this a little bit about Josh Allen. Folks, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say this. I, I'm not going to say this country is going to root against Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but they hurt a lot of people's feelings because I, I think a majority of this country, because of DeMar Hamlin, was rooting for the Bills to go win this thing uh, and put a Super Bowl ring on Hamlin's finger before it was all said and done. Then you have Hamlin at the game, in the locker room, talking to the team before the game. Then during the game, right before a touchdown happened, they yeah. show Hamlin uh, up in like a luxury box or whatever, and everybody goes nuts. It's snowing in Buffalo. I mean, you could not have written this any better for Buffalo to go stop on the Cincinnati Bengals. And Joe Burrow's just as cool as the other side of the pillow, as Stuart Scott used to say. I mean, that dude ain't, ain't going to rail that dude. No, 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 not going to happen. Uh, and the Bengals put their boots to the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that thing was... It was really never in doubt. I mean, it was Bengals from the from the word jump, Ryan Horvath. Yeah, you know, and uh, I thought the Bills were going to win that game, but I don't know why I would ever bet against Joe Burrow or count him out because, I mean, you go all the way back to what he did at LSU. That was the best season we've ever seen from a college quarterback. Actually was having a really great rookie season before his knee got blown up by uh, Chase Young and then goes to the Super Bowl, you know, in his second year. Really his real first real year when – when you consider it because his rookie year, it was a COVID year. So we didn't even really get off season workouts with his teammates. Uh, He's the new Tom Brady, man. And I don't understand how we continue to mark him as an underdog already. You know, if you look at it next week, it opened as a three point spread where Kansas city was going to be favored. Now it's already down to one and a half. A lot of that obviously has to do with Mahomes. Uh, He's probably going to be playing at 40%. I definitely think he's playing in that game, but damn Joe Burrow is so good, especially as an underdog. He just, he reminds you of Joe Montana, Tom Brady, because he's always cool. He's always calm. He's always collect. They show him on the sideline. He's just sitting there. He's just, uh, man, and like what he did today, 
I mean, how many different receivers did he hit? Nine, ten different receivers. He was just he was so damn good. We worried about the offensive line without three starters on the offensive line. They lose another guy today, and he gets rid of the ball in under three seconds. Just nice and fast. He does have great receivers. Jamar Chase is great. T. Higgins is a number one wide receiver on any other team. Should be on the Packers, but instead Jordan loves on the Packers. Uh, but man, he's so good. And I think they beat Kansas City next week. I, I don't think I'll ever bet against Joe Burrow ever again. And Josh Allen, he kind of reminds you a little bit of Favre. Uh, and the Bills kind of remind you a little bit of the Packers and what we go through every single year as Packers fans. You know, the last three years, three years ago, they lose that game by two scores, but they were in that game the entire time. They're all sitting there staring up at the scoreboard. Last year, they lose in heartbreaking fashion. We changed the overtime rules. Uh and then this year it was supposed to be their year. I do want to say one thing, though. I mean, a lot of stuff went against them. Obviously, the Hamlin situation was really scary. Before the season even really gets underway, they lose Micah Hyde, who, as we know, is one of Good the better point. safeties in the league. Poyer yeah. has been playing at 40%. They lose him in that game today. Tredavious White just came back a couple weeks ago. wasn't awesome. And then Von Miller, they paid him all that money for games like today to get after Joe Burrow and then to get after Patrick Mahomes, they lose him. Josh Allen had to be better, but it just shows you in football, you could be the MVP quarterback. You could be a top three quarterback. It's really hard to win Super Bowls. And that's why I feel like when you watch Burrow, man, he's just got that, what we were talking about in the last episode, he's got that Tom Brady, Michael Jordan type thing. Yeah, he definitely does. I I don't think there's anything, any doubt about that. Now you said, you know, they get Mahomes next uh, and the Chiefs. And I saw you tweet out a picture of a Jaguar uh, prior to that game getting going between the Chiefs uh, and the Jaguars. So what was your bet uh, on that game going in? I liked the Jags to keep it close in that game, which they did. They actually covered the spread. So it was a good start. You were happy. I was happy. Um you know, and it's funny because going into that game, I was kind of rooting for the Jags. I was rooting for Trevor Lawrence. But then, you know, when Mahomes goes back in and, and you're like, OK, this is a, this is a historical game right here. We're going to be talking about this in a couple of years. And I'm watching that game with my son and we're watching that. And he's and I'm like, man, is Chad Henney really going to play? Which is funny because funny story really quickly. Dude, he led that drive. They scored on that drive. Dude, he looked great. And funny enough, yeah. so I had a buddy that went to Michigan. And so uh, like when we were in freshman year of high school, we went and visited him, my buddy, and he played football at Michigan. Um, and Chad Henney was there. And, and like we met him. And it was just funny because that's how long, that's how long Chad Henney's been around, man. He's, what is this, year 20, year 18, year 19? He's 100. I remember him at Michigan, though. And I was like, my God. And, I'm, and I was trying to explain that to my son. I was like, this is crazy that he's playing in this game. And he came in, led that drive. They may have won that game with Chad Henney. I mean, that offense right now is just a, a well-oiled machine. But Mahomes is great. But by the end of the game, I was rooting for the Chiefs. I want, I want to see Chiefs Bengals again, man. I think that... You know, the the Bills, you're kind of rooting for them. I know America's rooting for them. But at the end of the day, the two best teams and the two best quarterbacks right now are Joe Burrow and Mahomes. And it's going to be kind of cool because you have an injured Mahomes trying to seek revenge against Burrow. And if this is almost like a – you know how we rag on Rodgers for not being able to win the big game? What are we going to say about – what are people going to say about Mahomes if he loses to Burrow? third straight time right last year i got calls from kansas city i was on 610 sports in kansas city trying to calm chiefs fans down that were worried that they were going to go through what rogers and brett did to green bay of is that going to be it like how do you handle that as a fan if you only get one out of this hall of fame type career so you're right there's going to be panic and i'll tell you right now the figure's going to get pointed to Andy Reid because they're going to go 
that that one year was a fart in the wind, as Ron Wolf would like to say, for Andy Reid. He got lucky one year, and now we're back to Philadelphia. Andy Reid, he can't get him over the hump again. Uh, but like you said, Joel Burrow is just it. I, I have this question for you. After that game was done, Trevor Lawrence, I said, hey, man, we're going to be here now going forward. Like, you better just get used to us because we're not going anywhere. Yeah. They get Calvin Ridley. Uh, yeah. We all believe he'll be reinstated for next year. Uh, who, by the way, is like closer to 30 than he is 23 or 24. Uh, so they get to add him to the wide receiving core, plus another draft class, so forth. Do you think Jacksonville will now have staying power with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback and Doug Peterson as coach? I do, yeah, because I think that they're going to be like Green Bay where, and this isn't a knock on Green Bay, but like the NFC North is never very good, and I just feel like that's kind of – I mean, the Titans – they're probably going to have to go through a rebuild. I mean, they're going to change. Everything's going to change there. It'll be interesting to see if Rabel sticks around because I think they might have to go into a full rebuild here because Malik is not that guy unless they draft a the quarterback. Tannehill's not getting any younger. Um, Derrick Henry, they're going to run him into a wall here soon. They have no wide receivers. I have no clue why they traded A.J. Brown. They should have just paid him. He's great. And then the defense, the secondary stinks. All those guys that they drafted haven't really lived up to the hype. You know, for the Colts, like, what the hell, what direction are they going in? Who knows? They go to Jeff Saturday. They're going right straight to the bottom, and they're going to be there for a while. Exactly, man. And then you have the Texans who are just never going to be any good, in my opinion. Uh, not for a while, at least, I don't think. So so I think that that's an automatic probably 10-11 win season right there. And I think, man, I think Lawrence is the real deal, even in that game. I think his teammates let him down. I tweeted that out. I think he deserved better, man. I mean, Christian Kirk had a big drop in that game. Yeah. Really, nobody – I mean, they probably – they should have won that game, to be honest with you. I mean, they at least should have been in it. Uh, you have skill – you know, you have uh, – What's the guy's name? I can't think of his name right now. For some reason, the punt returner. It's driving me nuts. Um, oh, man. Agnew. Jamal Agnew. Oh, he, he had a fumble at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. Had a fumble at the end, yeah. Yeah, but like you said, they're getting Calvin Ridley, who, yeah, he's he's not you know, 23, 24 years old, but he's still a good receiver. They need to f- – the defense is the only concern for them. I think they need to get some some uh, some secondary help. Ian Harditz like- sarcastically, I believe, but I ran with it. Uh, sarcastically tweeted out uh, what Jacksonville needs to do to get them there. You know, he had like six trades and all this nonsense, yeah. right? But uh, a couple of the ones I did like, like he had them taking Hyatt, the wide receiver from Tennessee, like maybe in the second round or whatever. Yeah. I like Hyatt from Tennessee, the wide receiver. And he had him train for D-Hop. And I'm all about training for D-Hop for Jacksonville. You imagine Trevor Lawrence, if he gets Hopkins to go along with Kirk, Ridley, Zane Jones. I mean, that, hey, you know, you, you, you might have something. I think some. I think D Hop would be way. Too, I, I don't think. I think D Hop would be a great fit in Green Bay because Rodgers would absolutely love him, and he would get double digit targets. Yes, the but thing, we're being realistic. No, I know. But here, here realistically, here's why, he's not coming to Green Bay. Here's why. Hey, here's why the Bengals aren't going anywhere. If the problem for the Bengals is they better win this year or next year because you're going to have to pay T Higgins like a number one, and you're going to obviously. You're man. I mean, no, they're not going to pay T Higgins. There's no way. That's nope. that would be insane not to. No, you've got a premier wide receiver. You've got a premier quarterback. You have to spend that money elsewhere. You just do. You can't. You can't spend big money on two receivers. Not with the way the salary like, cap is set up. You can't do that. I think they pay. I, yeah, I guess they. Man, it's gonna. Yeah, because they're gonna have to pay Chase Justin Jefferson money. Uh, yes, and then they're gonna right. even lose. 
Boyd's probably going to be gone. I like Boyd a lot too. Not that he's a number one, but he's a number two, a really good slot receiver on any other team. But the, but the reason why they're going to continue to win games and why they're going to be in this position and they're in this position again, look at that game, man. I mean, none of them have huge egos. They all get along. Whereas right. Higgins, if he has three, four targets, one game, he's cool with that. They all play within the system. Whereas, I mean, you know, Rogers gets himself Devonte Adams and there's 11, 12 targets. That, that's the thing. Like, they're not going to be able to pay all those guys, but that's that's the difference. You can't just target one guy 11, 12 times. I, I don't know that it would work in Jacksonville if they traded for another wide receiver. I think they have too much right now with Ridley coming in. Marvin Jones is probably gone, though. Yes, Marvin Jones is probably gone. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I would... I'm interested to see what Jacksonville does. I mean, there's a part of me. They're in the Colts division. I'm a Colts fan. Um, but I'm okay with them doing well while the Colts figure out what the hell they're doing with Ursay as owner because it's a, a complete mess right now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Okay, so let's go to the NFC side of things here. So I think everybody thought the Giants were going to give Philly a game of some sort, and it did not happen. I mean – that bye week for Philly, sometimes it can work against you. Got some rust, takes you the second half to get going. Sirianni, when I talked to Ken Barkley last week on our bonus Curtin Long podcast, I was like, hey, man, we don't know how Sirianni is going to be with a bye week, how he's going to manage it, how he's going to coach it, how they're going to look. Like That may allow the Giants to stick in it for a little bit so that Philadelphia gets the feet underneath them. Well, that was completely wrong because Philly came out like a fine oiled machine man i mean they were stomping on them from the word jump right yeah i mean I, what that game came down to was jalen was a lot healthier than we thought he was because the last time we saw jalen hurts week 18 they didn't do any con, uh, quarterback design runs he was barely pushing the ball down the field and then in the first quarter if, if you watch that game in the first quarter you're like up oh, giants are screwed and yes Brian that's Dayball, exactly what i said yes brian dayball was in like he knew that too. He he knew that I, I saw people were crushing him on social media. Why is he going for it? Why is he in panic mode? It's only seven, nothing because he knew in that game, they had to score points. So then they can't convert on that fourth down. Eagles get great field position, go up two possessions game over. And that's what the Eagles have done all season. You know, they get out to these big leads, they score a bunch of points. Then they're, the most efficient run offense in the league. So they're able to just run the ball with multiple backs and their quarterback, as we saw when they faced us in prime time. And he ran for what, 580 yards. It seemed like so Eagles are tough, man. I can't wait to watch that game, but uh, that's what that one came down to is just Jalen was a lot healthier in the defense. 
uh, just lived up to the hype. Now it's going to be interesting because the Giants have already pretty much made a decision on Daniel Jones, and I like Daniel Jones, but we saw in that game, Daniel Jones is never going to be a quarterback like a Joe Burrow or a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers even that's going to go in there and win those games. You know, he could beat a team like Minnesota. I don't know if he's beating a defense like San Francisco. Do you really commit all that money? Or do you maybe – I would say for Daniel Jones, hey, man, this was a really good year. It was year one with Brian Dable. It was a step up. We know he's got no wide receiver to speak of, remember. I know. I know. We're going to try to get you some wide receiver help. With with D-Hop in New York next year. But we we can't pay you and bring you some weapons, and we don't know that you're good enough without them. So it's going to be a franchise year. Franchise tag, unfortunately, dude. I would rather pay Saquon almost. He's more important to that offense than Daniel Jones. And I, I like Daniel Jones, but I don't know. You watch that performance, man, and he just wasn't very good. They were outmatched in that game. Philadelphia was the better team. Again, we go back to what I had said about Jordan Love. You give Daniel Jones what I say to give Jordan Love. Give him $15, 20000000 million, puts him in the middle of the NFL, top yeah. 15, and that's where he is. Give him a three-year deal for that much money. And then see what happens because if you give them franchise tag money, you're paid more than that. So why not just give them a three year deal of 20 million a year? See what happens. And I saw Saquon Barkley. Didn't he say something like he doesn't, he's not trying to reset the running back market. Like he's, I just wants to be paid fair market value type deal. And he's good. Like it doesn't sound like he's interested in going anywhere. And like you said, they have to figure out wide receiver. If that means using three or four picks on wide receiver in this draft, to try and find one or two, so be it. If that means trading uh, and giving up picks to get a wide receiver like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, if that's what they decide to do, or try and go get more out of Carolina like everybody else has, whatever they decide to do, they have to get Daniel Jones wide receiver help. Must, must, must happen. They do. Last thing really quick on them is the, their problem is also, I don't think the Eagles are going anywhere for a couple years. If anything, man, scary as this sounds, they're probably only going to get better. And then you have the Cowboys who uh, – we're going to get to next. I know. I know we're going to talk about them, but we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with that. Okay. So now we get to the next game and this has its own, its own topic. Yeah. Uh, uh, topic two, who's more of an issue in Dallas right now is a like Dak Prescott, multiple interceptions, uh, did play his best game yet again, or the guy that everybody's going to blame. Prescott's going to get free on this. I'm telling y'all right now, he's going to go, he's going to be unscathed in all of this. Or is it Mike McCarthy who everybody is going to everybody is going to blame? McCarthy is the reason. Horvath said on the last curtain log that was his team. He's rooting for McCarthy and the Cowboys. Let's go! And the very next game they lost, and yeah, and the Niners win, and the Niners move on. The two best teams in the NFC were Niners and Philly. So they were supposed to be in the NFC Championship game. And that's what everybody forgets. Everybody acts like the Cowboys were a one seed and got upset by the Niners. The Cowboys weren't supposed to win this football game based on the seeding and the fact they were on the road. But everybody's acting on social media like, oh, Dallas should have won this game. Well, Dallas never sh- – well, in my opinion, I didn't pick Dallas to win this game. I, you fa- I figured the Niners were going to win. The only way it doesn't happen is if Purdy realizes that he was the last pick in the draft and throws like four picks then maybe you have a chance, but that didn't happen, and the Cowboys lost. So who's more of an issue, Prescott or McCarthy? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I actually almost had to text you and say, I don't know if I could do the pod tonight, man. We might have to tape this another night because I lost a significant amount of money on Dallas to where... I might not make any bets for a couple of weeks. So I believe. Oh no! I believe that Spark. I at least believe that this would be a field goal game, right? So I put all my eggs in the Mike McCarthy basket. I'm not anybody that blames Mike McCarthy. Look, he's not perfect, man. Anybody that watched that game, I'll go back and watch that game tonight. I guess maybe tomorrow because why? Was Just to see what I was wrong about here because I didn't <laughs> think McCarthy was that bad. I thought if anything, I thought Kyle Shanahan. I think if anything, he's going to get a free pass because they won that game. I thought he was way too conservative, punting the ball on fourth downs, kicking field goals. I thought he should have been more aggressive. And then he, he was. Try, he doesn't trust Purdy. The, the clock management. He trusted Purdy a little bit too much at the end of the first half there, and it almost cost him, luckily. And that's when you know the bet's going against you. One second on the clock, Robbie Gold ends up hitting the field goal. But well, and his clock management. Everybody is like, why is he letting the clock run down just to call a timeout? And we're like, oh, he's going to kneel it and go in, and that'll be it. And all of a sudden, Purdy drops back, throws, out of bounds. Okay, throw hey. again. Now we're using another timeout. Now everybody is going, what is going on? And again, like you said, Robbie Gold ends up kicking that field goal at the end of the half. So Dallas probably, I don't know if they win that game. They definitely cover the number if Tony Pollard doesn't get hurt. I mean, they even said it, uh, you, you know, going into the game. That's what San Francisco Kyle Shanahan was like. We got to take Tony Pollard out of the, out of the game plan. They he's did. the best player. You know, Ceedee Lamb had a really good year, over a hundred receptions. But and he's a, he's their number one receiver. He had a really good year, but he's a slot receiver. They needed yep. Tony Pollard. He gets hurt in that game, dude. Zeke is washed. Gosh. Zeke should retire tonight. He is washed. He. What do you think Zeke would run in a forty yard dash right now? I think five flat. He ran he, like a he ran four, 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 five, three. <laughs> no, he looked awful. And, and so here, so that's what I will uh, – I'll defend Dak there um, is, is he didn't really have any weapons. I didn't think McCarthy was that bad. I didn't think Kellen Moore was that bad. I thought that they lost their number one guy, their number one playmaker. They lost to the better team. Dak is, is the issue, to answer the question. Dak was terrible tonight. I've been trying to defend Dak. Dak – in, in last week, you know, we got a glimpse of good Dak. That was his third best QBR of his career. Yep. That, that's just very rare. And the picks tonight. Well, it, the I mean, first one wasn't. I mean, it was kind of his fault. It was deflected and one caught it on the interception. Okay, fine. The second one, though, that killed him. And then look at the final drive. I mean, the final play, I guess that that's where – that's where maybe Ezekiel Elliott snapping the ball. And then you go back to, you go back to the final play last year with no timeouts. They run a quarterback draw. And, and, and so I guess maybe I just don't, I, yeah, maybe McCarthy's a problem, but again, I didn't think he was terrible. Yeah. That play call sucks. But, but again, he has no timeouts, man. Don't you want to know? Like I, I would just here, Mike, what, what do you want to drink, dude? You want a beer? Okay, here's a beer. I'm going to have a jacket Coke, double, because I, I want to really entertain myself. Okay, now tell me again, real slow, Mike, like I'm in 
first grade. How did you all come up with that play design? Like, yeah. whose idea was it? Who decided Elliot should be the one snapping the ball? Who decided the linemen were going to be split out? Like, I really want to know, like, in a perfect world, how was this supposed to work? Because the dude got clobbered as soon as he caught the ball, and it was over just that quick. Like, I, I would somebody. I just wanted to have him and get a nice dry erase board, whatever, or a pen and a paper at a bar, and just show me how it was supposed to look. We used to run that play in flag football with one of my best friends. Like when I'd go in to play quarterback, dude, and and like in flag football, everybody's an eligible receiver, and we'd toss it to him. What he just gets blown the hell up, <laughs> as he should, as he should, like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean but again go back on the podcast when horvon said i'm putting all my eggs into mike mccarthy's basket <laughs> that's what it comes up with. but is it him or is it kellen Moore? <laughs> oh mean, my god max not the but hey max not the, mccarthy's not the play caller man i understand, I understand but nobody's gonna blame kellen Moore. i promise you this is all gonna be on mccarthy Kelmore again will get a head coaching job out of this. Watch that, that, that game. That game though came down to San Francisco had more playmakers on the field. They had Kittle. They had Debo. They had Ayuk. They had Christian McCaffrey, who did literally nothing tonight. They had Mitchell, who was great, over fifty yards rushing, I believe, for him. The offensive line was good. Anytime you have Trent Williams, the defense was really good. The secondary held their own. They made plays. But I mean, like that game came down to one guy is making a ton of money in Dak Prescott. You know, and he's the franchise quarterback. And the other guy is Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. And I know it's not like one-on-one. And I never blame – I don't always blame Rodgers for these playoff losses. But I did in the last one. I said Aaron Rodgers should beat Jared Goff 10 out of 10 times at Lambeau Field. Well, Dak Prescott, in a game like that, should should beat Brock Purdy. Because that those turnovers, too, the one, the second one, the bad one, that's in the red zone, too, man. I would rather – even if Brett Maher has been shaky, sh- I mean, that's, that's, that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But I would rather live to kick a field goal and at least get points before the half. Instead, you give them points before the half, they get all the momentum. Dak was terrible. Does but- Cooper rush win that game? No. Nah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not against San Francisco, man. No. Cooper rush. Aaron Rodgers wins that game. See, that's what pisses me off is I watched that game, and San Francisco's a really good team. They're probably going to beat Philadelphia and go to the Super Bowl. I won't be shocked if they win the Super Bowl. But, I mean, Rodgers probably wins that game. What if McCarthy says, hey, we'll give you Dak, a couple ones, we get Rodgers? No. No. I'd rather have I, – I honestly, I'd rather just go to Jordan Love. I, that's the thing. I don't want, like, these bum quarter. I don't want Dak. I don't want – somebody, like, said Tua. I don't want Tua. I would rather just see what they have in Jordan Love. Because all the stuff about McCarthy and Rodgers not getting along, yada, 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 and then McCarthy and the Cowboys trade for Rodgers and they go win a Super Bowl together, uh, and the Packers have Dak Prescott in, whatever they do. He doesn't get to go to Dallas. He has to go – Again, Rodgers gets to go to the Jets where Brett went for that painful yep. year. He yeah, gets probably. to go. No, they, they choose where he goes. I'm fine by doing right by him if they don't want him around anymore, but he's not Dallas. All right, let's move on. Last topic. Where do you think Jordan Love would have ranked among quarterbacks that we've watched in the playoffs <laughs> this year? Because when we've talked about Jordan Love previously, we agree 
that they'll probably win eight, nine games, maybe 10. Uh, that first year when Jordan Love is a quarterback, they're going to win somewhere in that area. Like he doesn't appear to be, uh, who's the quarterback you said for Tennessee? Uh, what you call? What's his name? Ryan Tannehill. Oh, Malik. Yeah, Malik Willis. So Malik he, he's Willis. definitely not Malik Willis. Let's let's start there. He's not that bad. No, Malik so, Willis is not be in this league in three. No, not at all. No. So. Uh, with that being said, where do you think Jordan Love would rank among the quarterbacks that we've seen in the playoffs to this point? Ryan Horvath. Hmm. It's a good question. Is he right? last? Um I don't know. I don't uh, let's let's see. Well, he's definitely He's not better than Trevor Lawrence. He's not better than Justin Herbert. I mean, maybe he ends up being better than these guys. I'm not just writing him off right now, right? We're talking about this year. This year. I would not take him over Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. I would not take him over Joe Burrow. I would take him over Tyler Huntley. He actually wins that game. He beats the Cincinnati Bengals. Last That's a week. big statement. Oh, if he runs just Harbaugh's offense, right. Tyler Huntley could have, if he didn't try to go, again, full space jam, Michael Jordan, with five <laughs> foot eight, you know, like when he reaches out for that dunk. Yeah. Uh, you could have you watched Josh Allen play today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not better than Josh Allen. He's better than whatever Miami was going to throw out there, including I think, you know, I'd rather have Jordan Love than Tua, and I've always been a Tua guy. I think we saw this year, though, Tua is just probably not it. He's never going to be healthy. Uh, Tampa Bay. Well, I mean, I'm not taking him over. Oh, Brady, no. No. You hear the Brady, like, like 55. I'm taking Brady at this point. I'd take him over Kirk Cousins. Oh, man. See, I don't know, man. I think Cousins gets a lot of flack that's just undue a lot of times. I, 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 mean, I get it, but I think he's – I think he's a – I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I don't. I, I think he's just above average probably somewhere in this league as a quarterback. I think I like the ceiling of Jordan Love more than I like Daniel Jones. I think I, – Agreed. I think, I, I think I'd take Jordan Love over Daniel Jones. So I think the Giants, I think he's better than him. And then I would take Jordan Love over Geno Smith. And I know Geno had a career year, and he was a great story. But look at Geno's numbers after week 10. And also look at Geno's wide receivers, man. Like, it's DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. He had Kenneth Walker, who's going to be rookie of the year in the backfield. Stacked. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So I think I'd rather have Jordan Love. So I think there's – I don't think he'd be the worst, but I definitely don't think he's – you know, I don't think he's just – Justin Herbert yet or Joe Burrow or anything like that. We have to see him play a full season before we're throwing him in there. You know, the other thing um, about Matt LaFleur, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to tie Matt LaFleur into this. We've seen McCarthy now. They will get a team to a Super Bowl and a bunch of playoff losses and hasn't been able to get back. Right. The Cowboys have lost what seven straight division round playoff games or something, something like that. Um, It's been since the nineties, since they've been in a conference championship game. Meanwhile, the Niners have been there like 16 times or something like that in the same amount of time. When we talk about LaFleur, I mean, realistically, if Rodgers stays another year or two, does he have to eventually get this team to a Super Bowl to prove that he's better than McCarthy at this point? Because, yes, regular season, 13 wins, 13 wins, 13 wins. Okay, fine. But in the playoffs, the team hasn't got any farther than they did with McCarthy. Oh yeah, I think he's got to. I think he's got to win a Super Bowl. I mean, Mike McCarthy, say what you want about the guy, but he won a Super Bowl. He came, like, he should have actually probably won two or at least been to another Super Bowl. They had no business losing to the Giants that year with Favre. Favre was so bad in that game. 
if you really want to torture yourself, you could talk about Rogers playoff performance. Go watch some of Brett's man. There was a seven pick game against the Eagles, but that one will always stand out because they had no business losing to that Giants team. Far and, looked uh, like he was 80 years old. He was so cold. The Giants kicker missed a hundred kicks in that game, trying Giants. to give it some breath. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, but but that's what Brett had looked like three years prior too, and then McCarthy came over and Brett looked like Brett again. So you got to give Mike McCarthy a lot of credit for, for that. Sure. You know, the game, some stuff I think kind of passed them by once these younger guys came into the league. The league really kind of changed into college football. You know, the offenses, like a lot of these guys, like Jalen Hurts, not to throw him under the bus because he's great. Um, Daniel Jones, even a lot of these guys in some of these, if they didn't play in these spread offenses, we would watch them in college. I remember watching Colt Brennan at Hawaii and being like, man, this guy's going to be awesome. Rest in peace. He passed away last year. And my dad was like, no, no, like you can't do this in the NFL. He would have empty backfields and just be, you know, dinking and dunking his way down the field. Even Jones, baby, Jones are running that crazy uh, run and shoot offense. Yeah. Now though, like these guys just, you know, they just step into the league. And uh, they're awesome, but I think just I think McCarthy is pretty damn good, uh, and I he did win a Super Bowl, so I think Lafleur definitely at least has to get into one, get get to one because the NFC title games. I don't think that that does enough. Did you miss watching the Packers this weekend? Because I didn't. Uh, yeah, absolutely, I did. did I mean, you- I didn't miss having my heart ripped out. Well, yeah, you always want to be there, I, but I I wasn't watching this weekend. Going, man, Packers could win this game or Packers. Last weekend I was last weekend I was doing it like Packers could have won this game Packers could have won that game this weekend never really thought about the Packers really other than when we knew we were going to record Curtin Long uh, tonight Sunday night that's what I started thinking about Packers stuff but watching the games never crossed my mind. Yeah, I mean, well, I just start thinking. Damn, only one Super Bowl with Rodgers. When you're watching Brock Purdy win these games and you're watching Jalen Hurts, who Jalen Hurts, a couple years ago, he was benched in the national title game and Tua steps in and you're like, oh, Tua is the next big thing. Jalen Hurts is written off. You know, maybe he'll be a backup in the league at best. And you're watching him win these big playoff games and make plays that you're like, why can't Rodgers? Like even myself as the biggest Rodgers fan, you're watching these games and you're like, why can't Rodgers make this throw that Purdy's making? Or why can't Rodgers make the... – you watch Joe Burrow. That, that's, the, that's the guy right there. And, and I hope that he – I'm kind of rooting for the Bengals. That's who I want to win now. Oh, you don't do it. If the Bengals lose next week, I don't want you rooting for anybody in the Super Bowl at fear of jinxing them, please. Well, no, I've been a fan of the Bengals the last couple of years, but it was just – I was rooting for things for money purposes, just better price. Oh, money purposes. That's why I was rooting for the Cowboys. The Cowboys <laughs> were 14-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl just today. I mean, and they probably win that game if Tony Pollard doesn't get hurt. And he's going into free agency, which really sucks. I mean, and Mahomes, you know, he's got that high ankle sprain. They're saying, okay, well, he'll play. It'll be all good. Everything will be fine at the end of the day. So we'll see what happens. Ryan Horvath, thank you so much for another edition of Curd and Long. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Have a good one, everyone. Toodles.